1: stop by the lounge now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet this is gonna be good that's the powerful backing of American Express see how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex eligible American Express card required benefits vary by card and by venue terms apply as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
2: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: This
3: is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car.
4: Fox sports radio. I'm ready for the weekend. Not just cause it's been a long week with, um, first time I've flown. Yeah, I had some travel here. Did a couple of shows for uh stadium and the NBA draft. We'll get into the NBA draft and the NBA stories uh, later on this hour here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio, but, uh, weird, right? Like, um, had to take uh, like two COVID tests, one before I got there, one when I got there, masked up, gloved up for, for the flight. Uh, I was in Chicago. It's like a, a, a virtual ghost town, you know? I mean, like Chicago is a great city. In, in terms of big cities, I would say um, I, I love New York. I would say New York can be on a little bit of the overrated side. Uh, and I, I I I enjoy New York. I would say that the underrated ones in terms of the are uh, D.C. and San Francisco are two kind of underrated ones. Chicago is not a remarkable city, but a lot of people are like, well, it's a summer city, but the summer of the weather is really hot. It wasn't cold; it was windy, but really nice. Out- but Chicago is an amazing food city. But the only way you can really get food is by like DoorDash or Uber Eats, <laughs> right? And then. What's open? Well, Starbucks is open. That's really it. But I, I felt like I was the only person at this hotel I stayed at, and nobody can come into your room. Nobody cleans your room. Like, you got to kind of clean yourself. It's a very – it's just a – it's a zombie apocalypse right now. That's what it feels like, zombie apocalypse. Who knew that all those zombie apocalypse shows that I didn't watch and movies that I haven't – there's like only one zombie apocalypse movie that I've seen. and That was – what was the Will Smith one, uh, I Am Legend?, that's the only zombie apocalypse one that I've actually seen. Um, who would have known that there, there, right? We haven't had a zombie, but that's what the cities are like right now. What's Chicago like? I am legend. That's, you know, basically. I was on a treadmill by myself, it felt like. Does Bayer know? Has he seen I am legend? He's like, no. Uh, now, Bayer, you watch a lot of TV shows, you don't like a lot of movies. Uh, is there a, what's the big zombie apocalypse? What's the big zombie movie? What's a, uh, uh, huh? The, what's called the, the living dead, the walking dead? Walking, walking dead, walking dead. Yeah. Are you a walking dead guy? No,
5: no. Just like I'm not big in animation. I'm not big on zombies, not a big sci-fi guy either.
4: Okay. So your TV shows are all what? Comedies. Comedies. Uh,
5: yeah. Cooking shows. Um, yeah, I was a real big sitcom sitcom and game show sort of guy.
4: Uh favorite sitcom of all time is what?
5: Um I King of Queens. Yeah. That, King of
4: Queens? Yeah. Well, yep. Well,
5: I that's I, a pretty good one. You and I I think have may have spoken about this before, but it's I also think like when you're you try to like you do your favorites of what you are and then you also try to take a step back and try to have an like analytic eye. And like the older I get the funnier cheers is.
4: Cheers and, is hilarious. Cheers yeah, is our family show. Yeah,
5: yeah, it it is it is so good. And so good. there's stuff that I didn't catch, obviously, when I was younger watching it. But you know, we always talk about Seinfeld and Friends as basically like the two Titans, and it's like we I, I don't think we forget about Cheers, but we just don't put it up there where I think that it it should.
4: Here's where and, and look, I love Seinfeld. Love. Love, 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 love Seinfeld. What's amazing about Seinfeld, which probably goes under uh, about Cheers, which is underrated, is it had spin-off show success where Seinfeld never did. Yeah. Right. And Friends never did.
5: Yeah. I mean, Frazier
4: obviously Frazier is is the big one, but there were others as well. But but Frazier became another award winning show, and it's a, a off of of Cheers.
5: It, yeah. It, and the the amazing the amazing thing about Cheers too is you take a main character like Diane. And then you're able to replace her with Rebecca with great success. Frazier wasn't a part of the original cast, but became so much a part of the cast that he ends up getting his own show. Like there's, I mean, it just was really, really good. Yes, it's, it was. Coach yeah. died as
4: well. Coach, yeah, Coach, coach di- dies when comes died. in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, legitimately died. Like people were like, wait, they killed him off? Like, no, no, no. He actually died. And then, and then Woody, you know, First, yeah. you had the success of Frazier, and then Woody Harrelson becomes a megastar out of it, you know. Whereas Ted Danson really didn't do anything else. Uh, yeah, he had he had a couple of shows, right? He, he has the um, what's is the show the, where he where it's like in heaven? Yeah, uh, is it
5: the good? No, is it the, the good, the good place, place or something? Like yeah, that? Good yeah, place, the, something.
4: The, good, the good place. He's been in a couple of other things, but yeah, it's really Curb. Very, very He's int- great
6: in Curb. Yeah, got, oh, yeah.
4: Of course you can, uh, Ramos. This is your field of expertise.
6: Wow. Well, there there was one bad spinoff from Cheers. That was that? the the tor- the Torkelsons, which was, um, uh, re- what was her name? The waitress, um, the Rhea Perlman's character. Oh, really? Rhea Perlman had a TV show. I didn't know. No, that. she didn't. But her husband, who was married to the blonde girl, they had a spinoff show called the Torkelsons, hmm. huh. which was not. It lasted for like less than a season, and then it was. Yeah, gone. Joey yeah. had a spinoff from Friends. That's that right. Didn't last very long. That's either, Michael correct.
5: Richards' show was was that a
4: spin-off? I don't or was think, that- I don't
6: think Seinfeld had one spin-off show. Part of it
4: is part of it is, and I've said this about the, about NBA players, like right? why aren't some NBA players and major league baseball players, why don't they go into managing and coaching? is they just make so much money and they've traveled so much uh, in their sport that like that when they're done, they're kind of done. It's part of the reason that Seinfeld didn't have spin-offs. Part of it was, at least for a time period, I think they were they made so much money, they were just done. Right? They'd done it for a long time and they were just done. The 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 under the, the interesting part about Seinfeld was they would do very few takes. Right? It was it just wasn't they just it was kind of organic and they just went and went with it. And it was however they prepared for each of it, so they weren't it wasn't as exhausting a, a show to make as some shows are when you're trying to get it perfect. But that was the other part of uh, of Simon. Yeah, uh, you know, King of Queens is a is a great one. Lee Remini, obviously, Kevin James, Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Uh, Patton Oswalt was it was yes. in that show as well. It's a very very funny show. Spence. Very shit funny show. And I thought you know having a guy who works for like essentially UPS, that was good. Now, did Ray Romano's show was that a spinoff of King of Queens? Would you consider it? Yeah, and and because Ray actually
5: made a couple appearances in King of Queens episodes as well as Ray, and right. Ray, actually Ray's mom was in one of the. They were episodes like, were too. they like partner
4: yeah. shows? Which which one started first? I don't, I'm
5: trying to figure. Uh, out. Everybody loves actually. Raymond was first. Okay, so yeah. King
4: of Queens was sort of, kind of, is like the same. Yeah. They, they tried to co-align them. That's a, a very interesting way of 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 doing it. Correct. This is the Doug Gottlieb show. We do talk sports here. The Doug Gottlieb show. Um, what happens with TV shows, and one of the reasons that that you can't have those spinoffs is you get typecast, right? It's like really hard for us to see. Like, f- obviously, Frazier, uh, 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 what's his what's his real name? Um, uh, Got it, uh, Kelsey Fraser. Grammer. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Now he's the voice of is it Sideshow Bob. I think is who he's the voice of in Simpsons. Right now he's done voiceover work, a ton of voiceover work, and of course he's the Bear Hug and Bear in. Uh, Toy Story 3. So his voice is still powerful, but you get typecast, right? we It's hard for us to see Kelsey Grammer as anything other than Dr. Frazier Crane. And I'm interested this week in a team that's kind of become typecast, the, the Green Bay Packers, because we think of the Green Bay Packers as Aaron Rodgers and a team that when they get a lead rushes the passer. Well, but kind of soft defensively, right? Like they're, seen as you can blow them off the ball on on both sides. And I know David Bakhtiari is a very good offensive lineman, he's rewarded this week with a contract extension. So there's there's a little lack of reality to it, but if you if you were to if you were to say with the Green Bay Packers hearts, Aaron Rodgers and kind of a soft team. And they go as he goes, and if he throws picks, they got no chance cuz the defense can't stop anybody. And once you start running and you start kind of going downhill against them, then uh, then, then they're cooked. Then they're on the field forever. And I, I, I it's hard to break out that typecast. They're taking on an Indianapolis Colts team, which has an outstanding offensive line, outstanding. And here's their chance to kind of prove it, to get us to get us thinking that they're better than they are. And I know that the Colts are only averaging, I think, a hundred and five point eight yards. per Per game and only 3.8 yards per rush, but they're built with some maulers up front. And more than anything, their defense is really their offense is seen as 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 as, um, as pretty good at running the football and and mauling you. And their defense is outstanding. This is a big time defense. The Colts have a championship caliber defense. We've told you before we think they're a, a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team. And last week, um, Philip Rivers held it together and played well. And of course, the Titans had a special teams disaster or three, which allowed them to get separation and they won the game and he had great stats. But I I think it's really interesting that you have a, um, a team, you know, like the Green Bay Packers who has been typecast as being soft and a chance to prove to us that they're not this upcoming weekend. There's a lot of really interesting games in the NFL that may be the most sneaky, interesting game because Colts have a championship caliber defense and there's not a ton of if we have to say who's the best team in the NFC. We should say the Green Bay Packers, but because they didn't blow out the Jaguars because of the losses when they just felt like they've gotten mauled, there's not a buy in and they get typecast as a soft team. Coming up next, I think this one NFL quarterback has struggled with who he is in the league, and now he's starting to figure it out. I'll explain that next. Be sure
0: to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, who's really good to get Creighton. You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
5: And then they're never at any of and those. Nev-
3: yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to like you know Lil Durk, and you're like, "See, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you t- why are you telling me the whole time?" <laughs> <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
4: Winter's coming here in LA. That means more rain, but for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. So go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, Tire Rack is the experts. That's tirerack.com/sports, tirerack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox sports radio. Kevin Stefanski was asked about Baker Mayfield. Kevin Stefanski, first year head coach, of the Cleveland Browns asked about uh, Baker Mayfield. He understands what we're trying to do. He understands the game plan inside out. And I think what's, what's fascinating, like, look, it was really hard to throw the football uh, in week eight. They had 35 to 50 mile an hour wins. Should be pointed out their game at home against the Texans week 10 Game was delayed due to weather. Twenty-five mile an hour winds, uh, some as high as seventy miles an hour. And of course, this week, the, the the there's a high probability of rain and wind. Baker said this about playing in bad weather: "We just need to take care of the ball." But Baker's learning; he just he didn't have to win games by himself. You know, he's tried to do it in the past. He's um. What was the line from Top Gun? His ego's riding checks that his body can't cash, right? That's what he was doing when he was feeling dangerous. He was feeling dangerous previously. Not feeling dangerous nearly as much. So, look, I, I, I like Baker. I like where he's growing in. He's figuring out where he stands in the NFL, and he needs an offense to kind of work around him and work for him, and he can be a, a part of it. Uh, my, my picture upcoming, but, you know, some some foreshadowing for you. They, they found a way against the Texans. They found a way against the Bengals. They found a way against the Colts. They're not a great team. He's not a great quarterback, but he's not bad. Um, and I think he's learning where he stands in the NFL. And, you know, look, success in life, professional sports relationships, we discussed it's about fit, but it's also about knowing who you are, having realistic expectations of self you ask yourself to do something i i tell this to my son all the time like hey, look if you want to be successful hitting a baseball like we got to hit a baseball more often if you want to hit a baseball be more successful shooting a basketball you got to shoot a basketball more often very simple otherwise you're asking yourself to do something that you're really not capable of doing so i think it's i think baker started to figure it out Starting to figure it out now. Look, they got the Eagles are banged up. Then the Jaguars there should be two wins before the Titans, the Ravens, and the Giants are improved. And the Jets, there, there are at minimum four games in which they'll be a favorite remaining on their schedule. You get to ten wins, they should make the playoffs. You would consider that a successful season, regardless of of what we think of Baker's ceiling.
2: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug
5: Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
4: Finally, Doug, Fox Sports' John Morosi
5: says the Dodgers are exploring a trade for Rockies third baseman, Nolan Arenado. Back to you.
4: Bringing bringing Nolan Arenado home? Is that the
5: deal? Yeah, they're changing their name, too. They're going to be the National League All-Star team
4: (sighs) instead of the Dodgers. My goodness. So does that mean that – what happens – is Justin Turner up? What happens to Justin Turner? He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean he doesn't come back, huh? Uh, yeah, they treat him like he's got the Rona, which he did. So uh, that would be – Nolan Arenado. would be pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. What goes back in return, John? What was the – Gavin seen that Lux, story.
6: probably. Lux. Yeah. You move – um. Uh, you also can give up uh, probably a couple of pitchers, the starting pitch, maybe Gosling. Yeah,
5: Tony Gosling's name yeah. was was thrown
4: about. That's it. Oh, there no, are a
5: couple I'm other sure players, there's more. Yeah.
6: Yeah. No,
4: I mean there'd be a yeah. bunch. I mean the the one thing that the Dodgers need to keep an eye on is they do need pitching, right? Like it's let's not act like they they were they were an incredible team, but you gotta they got to figure out who is going to be their closer. Obviously, bullpen does matter. And I think a lot of these teams that have a lot of money, they they think, hey, look, we can cobble together a bullpen because we have more money than somebody else. But you're going to need starting pitching. And um, whatever the season looks like when it gets back online. I think it's interesting Nolan Arenado is the, like going to the Dodgers. How come nobody ever dreams of playing for the comeback? He's from Orange County. Why didn't he dream of playing for the Angels? Why can't we figure that out? I guess they already, got, I guess they already have a third baseman. I already have a third baseman. Huh. I mean, I'd ask you... Uh, uh, Ryan music. I mean, are you with me? Like I, they're obviously very good. They're obviously very good at third base, but, but Ramos, like anybody worth their Anthony Rendon's awesome. I'd rather have Nolan Arenado. Plus he's from
6: orange County. Like, yeah, Rendon what? is very good. He had a very good season. Uh, the knock on Arenado has always been, he plays in Colorado, which is always a knock for any of the Rockies players. Right. He plays right. in Colorado. So, you know, it's well, it inflates, inflates your numbers. That's right. Yeah. That's what they yeah. say. I mean, I, I, I love Arenado. I, when he signed that big contract with Colorado, but I think last year, the two years ago, I was like, "Ah, it's done." But you know what? Any long term contract is never done, right? In any sport,
4: apparently not, except for except of course for Albert pool That thing is done, done. <laughs> that, thing is, that thing is done, done, done. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, let's let, let's continue with this with this conversation. As um, I'm. Uh, John Middlecoff joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. First, let me start with uh, with hoops. So are we, are we willing to say the Warriors are dead, or do we think Oubre extends this and gives them a chance?
2: I'd say dead to win a championship. Uh, I would say not dead to – I mean, Steph Curry, you know, still should be, when healthy, one of the better players in the league. Wiseman, you know, I was doing some YouTube studying last night, You're playing with Draymond, catching lobs from him and Steph. I actually think they, they should be pretty competitive. You know, now if Steph gets hurt and misses 20, 30 games, they'd be screwed. But if you tell me Steph and Draymond, you know, play 85, 90% of the games with all these, like they'll be fine. Now there's for the first time, I mean, there's always been pressure on Steve, but like he's, his team was pretty good. Right. I mean, now it's for the first time. It's like, okay, let's, let's out coach some of these guys, you know, let's hmm. see, let's see what he's got. And they're, you know, I we're about to find out. Well, this is normal, in, just normal NBA, right?
4: Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I, I guess, look, Steph's been hurt a great deal. I think we would all understand they held him out longer last year than they had to. Um, I think that's that's reasonable. Yeah, sure, for I, sure. I'm, I'm not sure I understand the, well, you know, Steph gets hurt thing only because you could say that about anybody, right? Couldn't you? Well, anybody yeah, well, you could say, yeah, like, well, the the they get hurt? Year, the last
2: three years they, they did like, injuries, rest, like, he has to play. He just, they haven't, their main guys could sit out. Like, they, they were main culprits during the Durant era. Of like, yeah, we're just all taking the night off, like, literally just on the sideline, not didn't play. Like, they, they're going to have to actually play now. Like, no Kawhi's, you know, type, uh, you know, uh, setup. Like, he's going to have to play a lot, and he hasn't done that in a couple of years.
4: Yeah, they're Draymond, to... too. You
2: know, Dr- yes. Draymond kind of... Spot. Well, Draymond
4: is going to have to be a more effective offensive player, too. I, the, the thing about the Wiseman thing, which I don't really get, is you know, people talk about lobs and running pick and roll. and they, they, they run the fewest number of pick and rolls in the league. They're not a pick and roll team. That's not how they play. And so that's going to be the, the challenge to this team. And this was, I really like that they got Nico Mannion because you've got to play Steph on and off the ball some. <clears throat> and they haven't been able to do that since really Leandro Barbosa left the team, right? They haven't had another kind of point now. They've been able to do it with, with Kevin Durant was kind of a point guard. Draymond Green can please be some point guard um, in terms of bringing the ball up to court. And, you know, Andre Godala was kind of like a point forward, point center as well. They, they don't really ha- they like Wiggins is not, Oubre is not, Wiseman is not. It's a completely different style and team than one in which they've been successful with.
2: You know what's funny is Nico Mannion, like on Warriors Twitter, when they drafted him, everyone was making fun of him. And you see the picture, you know, the redhead white guy. You go, I just went to YouTube, watched the guy's highlights. I mean, holy moly, that kid can play.
4: That guy that guy is talented. Very talented. Very talented. Uh, Got to shoot it better, you know. Got to guard a little bit better. And obviously, it's really interesting that, that so many point guards went before him. Some of it was just a numbers crunch. But yes, he is... A very talented, of course. Pace Manning, his dad was drafted by the Warriors, going back to I think nineteen eighty three or eighty four or whatever. Yeah. Um, John Minokoff joining us. He did not join us to talk basketball. He joined us to talk football. Let let's uh, let, let's start with 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 last night. Um, you know, I I get the let Russ cook thing, but I thought the playing it safe is is the better play. Like when he when he gets a little bit too wild, it's a little bit too much for him. What were your thoughts on how they chose? to attack Arizona with their offense?
2: Yeah, I mean, they they definitely had some big shots in the arsenal for DK. I mean, they thought that they could expose him there. And I think they just needed to get Russ, who hadn't played well the last couple weeks, had made just terrible turnovers going again. But you see, like, their offensive line, you know, the Arizona's not great on defense. And it can be, you get Russ killed. You know, part of it isn't just letting him cook. I, I think it's part... He just wants to preserve the best player on his team. When you're throwing it 50 times a game, and your quarterback is five foot ten, and I know he is an incredible, like he's on a LeBron James level body workout, but you, you got to be careful with the guy because their entire franchise hinges on him. I also think part of the problem is they get into this mode. And I don't blame them. DK has become like a budding star. Lockett has, you know, 75 million touchdowns the last four years. Like those are two of their better players, but deep down to Pete's core, back to USC, back to when he was even younger before that, like he wants to run the ball and play defense. They can't play defense now because their defense – I mean, they made some big plays last night, and K.J. Wright and Bobby Wagner are good, but I had zero – and I let me repeat, zero faith that Arizona wasn't going to go down the field and score. Now, they didn't, but I think everyone sitting on their couch believed their defense was going to ruin the game because ultimately – you know, let Russ Cook is probably taking on a life of its own. Like, he, th- they're going to go as far as he's going to take them. But that defense, man, it's just they're, – they're DBs. You know, Kyler made a couple questionable plays. Now, he it looked like he was a little banged up. Tough environment, uh, you know, but st- short week, but still. Tough I mean, environment. It, it There's got, nobody there. I, but I just mean, yeah, you're right. It
4: fell loud on TV. Right? It did. They were piping in that sound <laughs> it, stuff. It, it, it,
2: it, it did. Maybe they, that's a trick me. I remember watching the fourth quarter thing. got it pretty loud. They, and they no, the they, they've done and a really good
4: Football's done a really good job. Baseball did a really good job as well of pumping in that sound. You're like, wait, is there, are, there, are there people there? Are there? I thought the big winner, though, Doug, last night, like I, we don't talk about this word
2: enough with quarterbacks, but you, you know any coach you talk to, toughness, toughness, toughness. Kyler is a tough little guy. I mean, he gets slammed to the ground. Clearly his shoulder wasn't right. And as that game went on, he kept making throws. as guys were blasting him. He's clearly not scared. He is a special player. I mean, he is. I I thought he was going to be really good. Anyone that watched him at Oklahoma could tell. Like, he had special physical characteristics. But he's, even probably Cliff, he has to have exceeded everyone's expectation because he he is a fantastic talent, and he's becoming a fantastic player.
4: It, there's a lot of interest. I would love to be. I would love to know what really went on at A and M, right? Like his dad sent him there. His dad had gone there, played for Sumlin. He got some chance to start as a freshman, maybe a little bit too early, but they didn't let him throw that much. He was more used as a runner. And then he left. He, then he got. Then they, he got benched, and he left. And uh, probably ended up being the best thing that ever happened to him. But it, it is. It def- I think it definitely did. Yeah, and then you get a chance to sit out and learn and sit behind Baker and get better. And also, also, he played baseball. There's a lot of things in his... You could,
2: you could argue the three straight guys. Baker's path was different than Jalen and Kyler, but all those guys that ended up at Oklahoma, I mean, it changed their life. I mean, Baker went number one overall. This guy went number one overall. And even Jalen, who I would have taken, like, the sixth round as a running back, got drafted in the second round because of Lincoln. I mean, yeah. If you're, if you're a quarterback and you have any question, I would just lean Lincoln because... <laughs> He has made a lot of – he has made now three straight guys a lot of money. Definitely the two – I mean, Kyler probably would have figured it out, but Baker yep. and Jalen, yep. I mean, holy moly.
4: Um, you, you mentioned defenses. I, I view the Green Bay Packers as having a reputation that is earned of being a little bit soft, and I don't view the Colts that way. I think their defense is outstanding. I think their offensive line is pretty good. I, you know, you and I have talked. feel like they're a quarterback away. Feels like a big test for the Packers. Like, that's a championship-caliber defense when healthy for the Colts, and we'll see what the Packers are kind of made of. Is that putting too much into this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think I had a coach tell me that he thought the Colts were the best front seven he's seen in a long time. I mean, that front seven is is big time. So the defense, they have, you know, an elite defense. Can they consistently – I mean, they took Jonathan Taylor, who – I mean, I really liked it at Wisconsin, but you remember – I mean, you'll know this. When Melvin Gordon first got to the league, it was, he was awesome in college, and he got to the league. That's rookie year. It's like, oh my God, did they miss on this guy? And then the next couple of years, he became a really good player. Kind of happened with Jonathan Taylor because you go, well, the Colts' offensive line is really good. How's he not running? And then they put in the other guys, and they're just gashing people. If Jonathan Taylor is going to have a breakout game, it's going to be this game with Hines. To me, the game plan would be you run it down their throat, you control the clock. And then you just kind of let your defense operate. That, that gives the Colts the best chance to win. Uh, I, I just, you know, the Packers defense just consistently gets shoved around. But now, can Aaron, you know, and Devontae and that offense make enough plays? I, I, Devontae, I know he didn't practice a couple days ago. But it feels like I haven't read anything, so I'm assuming he's playing. Yeah, uh, he's playing. So, I mean, it, it just can he make enough plays? Now, granted, they're, the way that division is shaping up, I mean, they're going to cruise to win the division. So I, I actually think this game's bigger for the Colts. There are a lot of big swing games this week, Doug, in the AFC. You know, Titans play the Ravens. Obviously, this indie game, you have the Raiders playing the Chiefs. You have all these teams that are bunched at 6-3. and three. You know, these next couple weeks are going to kind of swing to where who's in position to kind of be in control in December and who's kind of fighting the uphill battle. If you're indie and you win this game and you look over and then all of a sudden the Ravens beat the Titans – I mean, you you you're in full control to win the division, and vice versa. If Tennessee wins that game and you lose to the Packers, all of a sudden now you're fighting. You got to play the Raiders here in a couple weeks to get that wild card. I think the AFC like is is a lot more drama filled right now than the NFC, just because it's much deeper with teams that you're like, yeah, that's that team could legitimately make the playoffs.
4: What What do you think of the decision to start Taysom Hill? Uh, yeah, when I woke up and saw
2: that, I was surprised. I, I just had assumed. I understand looking back, right, when Drew goes down against the Niners, Taysom, if he's not – if you don't build your game plan that week, his part of the game plan is like playing tight end, playing running back, doing all that stuff, so you're just going to go to the backup. But we saw it last year, and they just went with Teddy. Now, obviously, Teddy, I think, was the highest-paid backup in the league last year, so it was a little different circumstances – But one thing people are like, oh, Jameis is going to just throw a bunch of picks for Sean Payton. I'm like, well, they don't really play with the Saints like they do with the Bucs. Watch the Bucs. Like, just watch Arians. He wants to throw the ball down the field. The Saints throw wheel routes to their running back and slants to Michael Thomas. You know, it actually was much more conducive for Jameis to have a lot of success. Again, I I assume, I I was shocked. I mean, (laughs) honestly, I was absolutely shocked. Now, clearly Payton loves the guy and you paid him, so he's under contract next year. You might as well, I guess, take a swing and see, can he actually be the starting quarterback so he could just be the starting quarterback moving forward? But I, I couldn't you say the same thing about Jameis? Like, what if Jameis is really good and you just kept him and just keep having Taysom doing what you're doing? Now, maybe Jameis, they're not as comfortable with him, you know, start to finish running a game. I, I don't know. That it's I guess it's not confusing confusing because – Peyton loves Taysom Hill, but it's a little confusing that they're kind of risking, you know, I mean, if the Packers and them are fighting for this one seed and assuming that it stays with the seven seeds and not the eight, that one seed's a pretty big deal. You know, all these games really
4: matter. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think part of it is how much they paid him. And, and he and I had discussed this, and I'm sure you've talked about this with him is uh, he's a guy he, this is what he believes the quarterback of the future looks like, you know, and um, and, and he's
2: not wrong. He's not wrong. The mobility, I, but it's just this guy's never really thrown the ball in the pros. I, he's thirty I, years old. I, How many attempts does he have?
4: Two? 18, 18. Yeah.
2: So it's just. I mean, I, I just. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I I would live, and typically, you know, coaches live more in the immediate. Like Jameis probably gives you the best chance to win, but big picture, you have this guy under contract, gives you an opportunity. It's still pretty bold. I mean, he's. It's going to be the most there's probably not a game this week that's going to have a bigger microscope around it, right? We're all going to be talking about it. Everyone's going to watch. It's a big moment for the guy. I mean, what if he plays well? I think Drew Brees is out, right, at minimum two weeks. So assuming he's going to get two starts at least, what if he's really good? Like, what if their offense is way more explosive with him? Does Drew come back? Is is there, you know, is that a possibility that they just ride it out with this guy?
4: Uh, I guess. There is an
2: element he's going to bring that Drew clearly doesn't have.
4: Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's the Brock Osweiler, Peyton Manning sort of thing, right? Where where they gave Brock kind of a similar shot at a similar time at the end of Peyton Manning's career, and it wasn't good enough, and they gave it back to him. Um, I would say that they, they, they go back to, to Drew, but maybe they... No, no matter what. Probably... Probably because he actually played pretty well here the last couple of games once he had Michael Thomas back. Yeah,
2: I mean it would it would probably take like nine touchdowns in two games to you know, make that move. I mean Drew Brees is still Drew Brees, and the difference to me the paid Manning thing. I remember going when the Raiders played paid Manning that year. I mean he could barely throw like ten yards. Like Drew, even though he's slipping,
4: isn't nearly that bad. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let's. Let, let's, let's get to a couple other, other things kind of quickly here. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking at, uh, at New York and I feel like Daniel Jones is starting to evolve into a guy, uh, that's a little bit better than even we thought. Like he had the turnover problems and maybe I'm overselling just one win over Philadelphia. Where are, where are you on Daniel Jones?
2: Yeah. I mean, the Eagles defense is pretty bad now. He looked really good in that game. I actually think even in some of his games where they've obviously lost, he shows a lot of talent. It just gets down to, is he just going to be, you know, Alex Smith, like this generation's Alex Smith, but have Jameis in him. Like you you can't, part of being Alex Smith is not turning the ball over, is knowing your limitations. And when you see Daniel Jones play, sometimes he acts like he's Josh Allen or something like, bro, you got to know who you are because then you see him make these I mean he had another run in that Eagles game where that guy can fly you know I mean he, he he's growing on me but I'm pumping the brakes on just making a you know statement on playing the Eagles but he definitely like he's clearly a high character guy you know Duke they loved him there he'd be like the Patriot Joe Judge type player if he keeps playing well it actually helps the Giants, right, to not have to worry about a quarterback, give him another year, and just draft another player, because say this about the Giants, whether Joe Judge fought the guy or not, like, his team's playing really, really hard, and they are, they're starting to believe in whatever he's selling, and if you just have a young quarterback that, even if he's never going to be, well, he's not, right, some top five quarterback, but if he can be like a top 14, 12 quarterback, to me, you can build around that guy, I mean, that's, they'll do that all day long. So I actually think Daniel Jones has a lot to play for in this next, you know, month and a half.
4: Where are you on Tua? Uh,
2: He's looked a lot better the last two weeks. I I thought he looked a lot better last week. In terms, one thing, you know, you just forget because you hadn't seen him play in a while. His release and how fast he gets rid of the ball is pretty awesome. You know, his arm is not what the other two got. You know, it's it's probably not quite Burrow, but it's not, clearly not Herbert. Uh, I'm more... I'm more bullish on him after, definitely after last week, just how quick he gets rid of the football. He looks more athletic. Uh, maybe I just assume because of the hip, his athleticism and his movement wouldn't be great, but he actually, he, he's a pretty quick twitch athlete in short areas, which as a quarterback is kind of all you need. I mean, you see it last, like Russell, obviously Kyler's an elite athlete, but you see Russell now, who's no longer like that level mover, but he's very quick in short areas, which is huge, right? Because, even Brady, who's like a bad athlete for NFL standards, has always been great in the little areas. Well, Tua's just a better athlete than that, and he can move, keeps plays alive. his his accuracy is is pretty awesome. I mean, he puts the ball right on spots, and he's not, you know, he, he's not playing with much. I mean, you look at their offensive roster. So he he, he definitely has grown on me the last couple of weeks.
4: Awesome stuff, uh, Middlecoff. Thanks so much for joining us, dude. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too, Doug. See ya. All right, uh, move the... Well, no, move six six. Um, Three now is the podcast. John Middlecoff is the host. You should download it, listen to it. You'll learn a ton about football, some things that you will not hear anywhere else. Are we ready to trust the Seahawks' defense? We'll wait you hear what Shannon Sharp has to say next.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem?
4: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain, but for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice. Wh- whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas, and I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to Tyrac.com sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me. Tyrac is the experts. That's Tyrac.com sports Tyrac.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Doug out, Leap Show! Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we like to play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports One, we call it. And now. <laughs> What's up, Hey, this is Shannon Sharp on Undisputed talking about the Seahawks win last night.
5: Seattle
3: won the ball game. Um, they were able to run the football. Carlos Hyde coming back was a big, 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 big boost for them. And they didn't have to rely so much on Russell throwing the ball 35, 40 times. He did not put the ball in harm's way. But I'm still not convinced that their defense makes them a contender. I think they, can, um, they, they threw the ball. They run. Now, if they run the ball like this and can keep their defense off the field, okay, all bets are off but i don't believe they're going to continue to be able to run the ball like this uh 100 what 165 yards last night. So i thought that was the biggest difference in the ball game and Russ not turning it over.
4: He's 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 right. Um i you know, the defense was didn't play well. and Carlos Dunlap made one big play. And remember, i guess the the most troubling part about Arizona giving up that last sack was it was against a three man rush with an eight uh, with it dropping eight uh into coverage. So you know, some of it is about Arizona just not blocking and Carlos Dunlap making a great play more than the defense being any good. Like, I I think by now we've gotten a sense of what Seattle is and Seattle knows what Seattle is. That's why they went and made the trade for Carlos Dunlap to try and hide the fact that they're not, you know, that's why they made the Jamal Adams trade. Like, they know they're bad. They're going to try and do the best they can, throw as much at it as they can the short term because they, they know they got Russell Wilson and they look at the NFC and they're like, oh, I got a shot at this thing because the rest of the league's not that good. I think all of that is very, that's a very reasonable and thoughtful take by Shannon Sharp.
6: Ah! What the say?
4: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. All right, boys, we got uh, Thanksgiving week ahead of us. Um, it's interesting. Buyer just told me like he loves cooking shows. Now, buyer, are you, do you like cooking for Thanksgiving? That's the big question. <laughs> no, I usually leave that, uh, to my wife and father-in-law. They handle all
5: the Turkey and, uh, all of that stuff. So
4: you just like the eating
5: and watching like, it being. Like ma- watch. You like it, watch it being yes. made. You're
4: like, oh, that's amazing. Yes. I love that. And you're gonna make that yourself? No, I'm, you're, no, I'm not. I'm
5: actually a, a fussy eater, and so even like the foods that I seen make, I, I find wait, wait, it wait, interesting. What are you?
4: What are you? Five months old? Yeah, he's like an eight, it's eater. like an eight year old diet. You're it's really awful. getting ready. You're really getting ready for this parenting thing. <laughs> you're like, I'm a, he's a fussy <laughs> right? eater. I can't His wait. Tummy gonna, doesn't feel. We're so gonna load up on
5: chicken tenders. You know, in a few years. Oh yeah, that'll be great. Well, you
4: got, you got, you got. You got uh, puffs, all the, all the really soft stuff, the, the cheesy pu- cheese puffs and whatever, the pirate's booty. You need to learn about pirate's booty. That'll be very early on all as right, well. Okay. Kind of gnaw on that sort of stuff. You know, you can stick green beans in anything with kids. They they don't know any better. They don't know any better. Uh, Ramos, do you cook on Thanksgiving? That would be a negative. But Suzanne cooks, I'm sure. Like that something. would be a positive, Yeah, I'm sure. You're so happy. She's got to be a fabulous cook.
6: She is a wonderful cook. In fact, the other day I brought something in and both Dan and, and Ryan were like, wow, what's that great smell? I go, that Suzanne made some dinner last night and I brought it in, the leftovers, and they were both like, that smells really good. And it tastes really good as well. So,
4: Music, this is your first Thanksgiving in your new home. First Thanksgiving married. Are you going to the in-laws? Are you doing it at your house? What are you doing?
0: Uh, yeah, we're doing, uh, we're doing it at her parents' house.
4: All right. And now, are you cooking at all or are you just eating? Uh, we will be helping with the side dishes. Huh. So cooking, I guess. What what, it, what is your side dish like? Do they give you a side dish already? Do you get to Correct. choose what you're gonna make? We
0: are. Uh, we did like kind of like a bit of a draft. So we did. We're getting mashed
5: potatoes and green beans.
4: Um, are you gonna leave the skin on the mashed potatoes?
5: Uh, partially,
4: yes. What kind of what kind of potatoes are you gonna leave? Are you gonna use
5: probably russet?
4: Okay. Solid, old school, kind of classic. And just for clarification, Doug, John wanted
5: to make sure that he cooks in the bedroom, just not in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, John wanted hell, to make that hey, clear.
4: Hey, hey, very hey, nice. Hey, 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 <laughs> hello! <laughs> it's a family Some, show, something
5: kids. Something Suzanne's very thankful for. Well, hey, yeah.
4: Chef Ramos, cooking it up. He's cooking up <laughs> love. He's a love cook. He just heats it up. Uh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna break it out into like everybody's gonna get their own dish. I, as the father, I am going to do the turkey. I've, I had one turkey faux pas in the past where I left the lid on. We'll get to that next hour, but uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving week. Biggest story in the NFL right now. And we should have seen it coming. Tell you what it is next in the Doug Gottlieb show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
6: I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity.
4: 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford.
6: Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't
1: give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person.
4: Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.